Hi, we are in a new episode of the, of the History and Politics podcast, and we have a great guest. We have Natty T. Smith of the Money on the Left, who has, uh, co-hosts different podcasts there. So we are here to talk about uh, the referendum of the of the constitutional uh, of the new constitution in Chile. So, hi, Natalie. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I had fun last time we talked and yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know if I'm glad with the news, but I'm, I'm glad to talk about it. Yeah, I think it is curious because I feel the the last time, like there was much less interest from overseas in, in the results of the... Yeah. Yeah. And and now there there is much more. And, and how do you think that that, that has happened? Because... Like yeah. kind of the the victory was overwhelming of the approval for the uh, for the constitutional convention, but now that there has been a defeat, like mm. it's it's not as overwhelming as, as the victory, but it is still kind of resonates and, and that generates kind of a, an impression of that things have gone from one place to another, but maybe they never really went that mm. far and and that yeah it, and that it has to do more like with the with the fact that that i this has been one of the mm. few uh mandatory votes in chile if i'm not wrong yeah i don't know i don't know like the long-term history like i know yeah i think certainly in recent years um I know it's something that like maybe i don't know if they ever had it before but people would talk about it as like it became more or it became less obligatory at one point so but they had a strong fine you know like i forget but it was like 200 or something um mil pesos so people i think that was a big turnout a lot of people who wouldn't have bothered to vote went to vote you know because they didn't want to pay the the fine yeah here all votes and here in peru all votes are mandatory and i think very several countries uh, like have this, this compulsory kind of process but Uh, what do you think that has happened? Because I, I feel well, that yeah. from Peru, like from the perspective of Peru, maybe even like the like a lot of countries in Latin America, even if the elections are intense, like the this referendum has reached kind of levels of a very strong intensity. Yeah, super. Well, it's interesting what you say about the the foreign interest because I did feel like an uptick in recent months as far as like people's interest in it like I did feel like it became a sort of international emblem of a certain left progressive hope you know like oh this is the place they're gonna do something good which yeah does contrast in interestingly from like yeah that was definitely the tone when Apreo won in in 2020 the 80% right I think there was a sense of jubilation like oh we we uh this is that's kind of the moment you're already kind of getting the constitution defeated, right? And then, then you know, you vote for the, the convention delegates in 2021, which had much more abstention, right? And then there's the 10-month process. And yeah, just now it's uh, lost, I mean, resoundingly. And it was in the polls, although people said don't trust polls, but, you know, there still was a sense there's a good chance this could happen, but it was just very resounding, right? Like 60% of people voting to reject the constitution so this is sort of like a a repudiation of like the three-year protest cycle since the 2019 uprising with piñera right then you get the deal that that the current president Boric is a part of to like have the social peace and then have a plebiscite that happens 2019 and so it's just this and now Boric is president and there's pushback on that and so it's just this repudiation of of a whole cycle and it's like Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of different directions you could you could take it. There's a lot of different elements to talk about. What do you what are you interested in? Or what yeah, you, I think yeah. it's interesting to talk about the the, the 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 initial election when it was approved the new the yeah. new uh, the the for the constitutional convention and it like the the call of the protest like the people sometimes forget in 2019 was kind of for Piñera to resign like there was a yeah. a lot of of anger and like massive protests like literally it, it was a protest with more than one million people on, on the streets so it was mm -hmm. 
a, a level of, 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 of protests that, that are... Um, and in other mm. countries, like in Ecuador, like smaller protests mm-hmm. have led to to presidents to resign. Well, but so this was this was a generational, you know. This yeah, was, yeah. It had been coming in different ways and smaller amounts for 10, 15 years, but still is was like yeah, the replica it's... of the eighties in a way, right? In the second term of Pineda, this sense of just full, you know, like you said, where you have a million people in the streets that had not happened, you know, and just a full state of emergency from the military that's a huge yeah callback um because you know pineda at the end of the day is a, a pinochetista right like and yeah. i don't know yeah yeah he's i think he's curious like like yeah, I not think, exactly but yeah yeah i, I think the the issue with Piñera is that he's a a character in some way, like in in sure. a way like there are politicians that are fairly boring, but he's <laughs> weird in his own way, and, oh, and, Lord. and I feel that make him slightly divergent with the average political oh, class. But at the same time, like the it's like kind the, of a weird a weird clown, like a weird yeah. air yeah. airline owner. And I think what I think we mentioned when when we talked before uh, about Mm. Chilean politics, I think her wife called like the protesters aliens or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yes, yes. And that led to more anger, and and I I think that that the only way he saw to try to calm things down was kind of the the constitutional. Right, right. Referendum. Right. So yeah, yeah. But nobody thought it was going to be like the support that massive. Like I think, no, that I mean eighty percent, right? And that was like kind of, and that was also like you'd started the year um, with COVID because you had twenty nineteen. You just is before COVID, right? And then because initially the vote was going to be in like April twenty twenty or something, and then they had to postpone it because COVID came in like March or so. And so, but then they did have the vote. I don't remember what month it was, maybe October, September, November. I don't remember. Um, 2020. Yeah. And I mean, 80%, a resounding, just everybody. I think you started COVID and there was these huge, pro- I just people's sense of like, yeah, we, we don't actually need to have like the Pinochet constitution. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, you know, that was like, you know, really surprising, but it was curious because it uh, seemed that some right wingers, did back the the, mm-hmm. the the new the that that because they kind of yeah. hope it, that they will be more represented, but then in right. the actual right. election for the right. composition well, then of there's the, twenty yeah yeah they didn't yeah. well they didn't get a third so they so the yeah. kind of the left got in the twenty twenty one and with the municipal elections which had high abstention right and yeah. And the center left parties didn't really get anybody either. The right uh, didn't get quorum. So then the left has uh, this open season for two thirds of the convention. And also with like a lot of um, like not traditional candidates, right? Like the uh, now like partly like maligned uh, Lista del Pueblo, like a lot of different independents, you know, sort of some sense of rejection of the political class and, the traditional parties, whether they're right or center. And um, yeah, it was interesting. And then you have like the 10 month process for the um, convention, which I think sort of from the beginning, there's a backlash on the way, right? Um, An organized backlash and the center as well. Uh, Some of some people and the Christian Democrats have like joined the, you know, proudly being like the Amarillos for Chile, you know, like uh, yellow for Chile. Like yeah. That is like kind of a traitor symbol of that color. Right. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah. Also in the Amarillos, it was Christian Warkening, which I, I right. think probably like the, the Irish uh, no. person doesn't know who he is, but he's relatively influential in kind of cultural circles of Latin America because he hosted, oh. I think one of the few like kind of intellectual talk show hosts, because I, I think he, he even interviewed a physicist. Like, so he oh, interviewed okay. mostly 
brighters, but also like mm. uh, <laughs> you know more uh, uh, philosophers and historians, right. kind and, of educated, but like I'm assuming pretty economically conservative or. Yeah, it it was curious. Like I, I don't think know as it much. was relatively some were kind of relatively uh progressive uh, at least to some degree, but but yeah, yeah, I mean they were from different countries. Big... Uh-huh. Yeah, so this was it That's was kind of curious because mm-hmm. like he it was curious in the sense like okay, if if the opposition is you know, like he's not the, uh, uh, you know, like uh, uh, an astonished right winger. So it, mm-hmm. it kind of seems in the beginning that that there were going to be an opposition is going to be much more diverse than in other moments. Mm-hmm. So I feel that that was yeah. kind of a, a weird feeling. Yeah, and I think the right wing like tried to hide itself to an extent. There's, you know, like like they didn't have cast of like the far right who had been in the the president election against Boric, he didn't go to as many of the events, you know, they tried to like centrify the opposition and, and, and a big part of the apolitical opposition too. But yeah, you definitely had Christian Democrats who just are centrists who just openly went for reject. And, and some people also would kind of hide the ball like, well, I mean, we still don't know what will happen with the process, but it's like, oh, we could reject it to reform it. And there just, there was like kind of immediately a posture of like, um, too far radicalism right like oh this is extreme along with like active disinformation campaigns to like you know they're gonna take your house they're gonna take your pension (laughs) you know Um, yeah yeah it's it's that has been a a common in in latin american uh, mm, elections but mm. i think there was a slight opposition from the left i think navarro i think um, it's possible yeah i don't know see it's hard for me sometimes to like follow all the different players like the in yeah. detail but yeah there's there were people who were having issues but i do think like most of the left like supported yeah. it you know like yeah the 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 issue i think the slight opposition was from the Mapuche left, like because I think uh. probably like most of the the the, the non Mapuche left kind of went behind, but that uh-huh. that was curious because I that you, you mean like a revolutionary left too, like or just people who felt like which part? Because there's like different parts of the Mapuche left. No, but I know there was like the the conflicts in the south, right? Like, um, yeah. Like I, there, I were, think... there were confrontations with the minister Iskia right in the south with with uh, Mapuche groups. And then there's other Mapuche groups that are like opposing that. There's like just a lot of um, complicated indigenous politics, I think. Yeah, I, I think that the like some of the groups that are not necessarily like the ones that that are uh the the kind of uh, more insurrectionary but the uh, yeah, yeah. ones that some of the groups that are to the left of the ones that that supported the the new constitution because like mm. uh, in who was uh, a mapuche linguist was of course uh, the president of the yeah of, of, uh, of the constitutional convention so uh, and right. it kind of had the the conception of of, of plurinationality Mm-hmm. Um, and a big reaction against that as well. I think a yeah. part of the reaction but, was motivated but, by one of many things, but I do think that was part of the reaction. The yeah. sense of like this is too indigenous, and then trying to this classic reactionary move of of tying that to insurrectionary, you know, anti police type of thing. I don't know. It's like this yeah. classic specter. The funny thing is that in 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 Bolivia, like the position uh, from the plurinationality was from the Trotskys, but but well, right, in Bolivia, right, like right. there are much more. There's Trotsky. not as much, yeah, because Chile doesn't have as big yeah, a Trotsky they don't have many Trotsky, presence. So, yeah, not really. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah they uh, like that is a different kind of a position. Like it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I don't fully of, get that. 
Argentina too has like a pretty big Trump yeah, thing, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Chile, it's not really an ideological presence in that in that yeah, way. That's, not that's not large, not not in a huge, not to an extent I'm like super aware of, at least. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, I mean that was one of the the elements that was kind of key. The 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 idea mm-hmm. of of the of the plurinationality, but mm-hmm. there. There were other issues also, oh, like yeah. the, the 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 rights of like mm-hmm. education mm-hmm. as a right, like Health. yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. The I mean, big, they had a huge list of rights for for gender uh, parity, uh, for you know reproductive rights with abortion, uh, for yeah, like you said, right to education. Gay marriage, um, so many um, disabilities um, for neurodivergence, uh, rights for nature, um, water, water to be public. You know, there was a big reaction as well against the against the environmental um, elements. I think, I think, I think there was a big reaction against sort of the sense of the progressive rights elements, like, oh, this is extremist and this is too too woke and feminist and you know all of this mentality it's like so it's so soft you know and i don't know just reactionary stuff and and the 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 senate will be abolished in in yeah the senate yeah there's different exactly there's process stuff like that like as far as like um changing sort of the the regions and how they work compared to like making it less centralized and yeah i did the senate one was cool there were just like a lot of cool <laughs> just things that were nice where you're like oh that is good they're gonna like abolish the senate that's awesome i don't know like it's just like it's sad that it it didn't work out um What yeah, it, it won't have been like so the, the national, most... the pensions, the health system. I uh, what else? Yeah, it's it. It will have been the most progressive constitution in Latin America. Yeah, and, yeah. and that is uh, impressive because so like uh, a lot of times, like people talk about Chile as as traditional, and in some sense. Mm-hmm. It was at least until uh, it's, a it's, a, it's a mix, yeah. But it's also, yeah. Well, there's an older population too, and it it has changed a lot. I mean, with younger generations, it's also in a lot of ways very progressive socially, yeah, and very conservative. It's just a weird mix. It's hard to it's hard to even parse out because, yeah, when people say, "Oh, it's just pretty socially conservative," it's like, yeah, partly, but not only. Do you know what I mean? There's also like a very um open element to an extent so it's complicated yeah yeah I, I, I there was an ad that play on that like the, yeah the ad by a queer sex worker against the uh-huh. against the, the the new constitution like that uh-huh. kind of surprised a lot of people like i think uh-huh. it's it is kind of Yeah, um, but there was, I think, strong support from most of those sectors, you know, like the people who are most kind of activated on feminist terms or things like that were in general supporting the the Constitution. Um, there's certainly like a reactionary woman pose, right? But in there, and that could include young women, but it's, but I think people who are kind of radicalized in terms of feminism or queer stuff. Um, or like social movements in general, we're going to be like for approving the constitution. But gender yeah, is I, always complicated in Chile in that in that way. The different. Yeah, different I mean, Chile elements. is the last country with which uh-huh. abolished the the which uh, no uh, lowered the the divorce. I think yeah, in yeah, yeah, America, yeah. which is yeah for forever yeah. people just could get a, a annulment. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that no, is... there is that deep there's that deep like opus day, like blue sweater Catholic. Yeah, but there's but it's like this very dark kind of serious dour thing, you know, and then there but there's also like huge sectors that are because the thing is you have that like 40% who votes for the constitution. I mean, is like a very 
left, very educated, progressive, pretty open. Not all of that sector, but a lot of that sector is like pretty left. And so I don't know. There's, yeah, there's an, there's a big element that isn't that conservative thing too. That's like more chill, but it's not like the chillest ever. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think it is, it is curious because the, I think there are a lot of tensions Mm-hmm. In, in, in different like uh, countries in America, and and I feel like the 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 issues in in, in Chile kind of diverge because I don't think like mm. other country has kind of the conflict against the Mapuche like something mm. similar, mm. like uh, mm. and I think that's that's, that's something curious like huh. and, and also obviously I think that uh, because of of the Chile kind of, particularly Santiago, was kind of a, much more of a urban center, kind of the, mm-hmm. the idea of, of, of some sort of traditionalism. Although they also tried to play on the on the regional kind of rural stuff, uh, yeah. the, the 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 convention. I think they they like yeah. the, they attack it yeah. like cyclists. Like <laughs> that that was. Extreme. I missed that. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, oh, you're saying, oh, in the city. Oh, yeah, in Santiago. Yeah, yeah no, there was, that was crazy. Because there's just been, like, a huge series of events going on in Santiago, right? You know, um, different things in the center, like, always different, um, you know, pamphleting, whatever, whatever, concerts, blah, blah. And, yeah, but a recent one, people, like, showed up in their, like, right-wing people in sort of their Wasso gear, you know, like, their country rodeo-type poncho thing with, like, the hats, which is, like, for the national holidays in September, like, the, it's, like, this rural, this, this like, southern rural type of thing, and, yeah, they were, like, whipping people who were doing, like, a, yeah, down the the main, the main street, uh, doing, like, a cycle for Opera and, yeah, they were, like, whipping people, that was crazy. I mean, there are crazy right wingers, right? Like, and they, they, they do like go out, like they. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I think. What do you think has explained kind of the intensity of this uh, of, of this election? That's a because, good question. Yeah. Because it yeah. it has feel like it it has been one of the most intense elections like ever in Chile, and and yeah. And and a lot of people put a lot of passion for for this constitution, yeah. which yeah. I think was kind of surprising. Yeah, I think people were yeah, because what I kind of felt was because you have this like ten months of where they're writing the constitution, and so there's that's there's just this constant stream of like the different articles that are being written. So if you're sort of supporting it, it's like this cool thing that you're following, and you're kind of thinking, oh, it's gonna pass because eighty percent. Uh, we're going to pass. But then, yeah, at the same time, like the, the opposition is just like really planning their, their campaign. And yeah, I mean, there was like a real current of, of contempt, you know, of of the reaction was very real of this, like, Oh, you're going to take away, you know, our healthcare. You're going to take away my, my money and my pension. You're going to make, you're going to deprivatize and, you know, there and there's like the hard reaction classics, right? Just of like, oh, Venezuela, blah blah, and you have the right wing Venezuelan migrants or whatever. But I, I think too, there's a sense in which, you know, Boric has been in office for like seven months or so, so there's just some of like the classic backlash to who happens to be in power, um, and the, and he's like identified in a way with the constitution, and I think. There was a sense of like, oh, these rights and the environment and blah, blah. And just this like very intense, classic Chilean reaction. And then you get kind of the center and you get people who aren't politicized and you get the the hard facho pobre, like they say, you know, the facho facho with plata, with money, but then also the facho pobre. <laughs> um, just this, this law and order thing, the sense, oh, there's migrants, there's more crime, you know, the state and Boric isn't being tough and 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 what it actually is like pretty balanced budget like you know orthodox (laughs) economically but still people have this sense of like oh he's just like spending so much and 
Yeah, I, I think that's an angle we we know have have not discussed, which is uh, to what uh-huh. degree like this referendum end up being a referendum on, on Boric? Because uh-huh. I think like that's a, a way to see an election, like the, the yeah. issue that 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 incumbent presidents are going to have a very difficult time in an election, like uh, yeah. yeah, and and yeah, as you mentioned, like. In, in economic terms, I think he has been like uh, fairly conventional, not mm-hmm. too different from the uh, kind of social democratic uh, predecessors, even if he kind of comes from a tradition that is to the left of social democracy, technically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. I, I think on monetary issues, like there have a slight movement because they, ha- I think they have done slightly like the dirty flow for mm. trying to stop the inflation like or 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 that's not exactly well but yeah but mars i don't know exactly but marcel i know but still marcel like has the rates at like eight percent or something and still yeah. they still are like a little too conventional but i do think you're right there's like some movement you know but even still in the constitution um, I'm not always so even though I'm in money on the left I'm very humanities so I'm not always good on those details but I try my best but um but also just like even in the constitution it still said like central bank independence um and like trying to keep like a more or less balanced budget and yeah there's some progressive thinking in the economics, but not so much, you know what I mean? And, you know, they're pretty conventional on banking, I think. I mean, Marcel is, like, a socialist, you know, but Pineda kept him in, you know. Yeah, to be honest, I, I don't know what are the radical economists hmm. in, in in Latin America vision of monetary policy, because I, I generally yeah, hear sure their, their of visions them. of other issues, but the monetary policy, like, yeah. like, they don't really ask them that much. And so... Well, and that's why I think it's kind of an ignored thing. Like, I don't think people think about it that much like i don't think it's like like fiscal i I mean people kind of will even with fiscal policy though people are like relatively orthodox i feel like also something that 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 i i think we have mentioned is uh boric has done a a a massive uh, police budget increase right yeah yeah well there's like that's part of this whole thing of being like trying to seem reasonable to the center and to reaction because there's just such a big campaign against that, right? Like, oh, there were the protests. Oh, the migration's out of control. Oh, in the South. And, you know, and so he's kept several states of exemption in place and then other, but then still will get criticized as not being tough enough on crime and all this stuff. So it's a hard thing that way because it's like a betrayal of the social movements in a way, but there's this like sense of left populism right like we have to we have to be yeah. for the common people you know which is this very centrist in, in, in argentina like even the the, the trotskis at least some faction of them like do something mm. do their their law mm. and order thing like right yeah, yeah, yeah. so that yeah it's it's that makes sense it's something that that happens but yeah. But yeah, I think it's curious like because mm. like obviously the new constitution in some ways was radical mm-hmm. but at the same time i don't think it it, it, it reached the level of kind of a revolutionary mm-hmm. constitution that will change no. the country forever like and i, yeah, think I hear that but that still was, like the level was a big deal for latin america and yeah. so and you can see that because it still got rejected that heavily yeah but you're right it also no wasn't like actually a revolutionary document for sure yeah i i think it's curious a lot of the of of the kind of narrative that, that because mm-hmm. a lot of the narrative of the of the convention like as you have mentioned the the lista del pueblo which now is kind of controversial mm-hmm. in, in many ways um mm-hmm. it kind of appear as 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 uh, I, I think there was some degree of rejection to to the parties and and, and this yeah. kind of ex- yeah explains the, the 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 like kind of the party of, of, of Boric or other of the mm-hmm. of the smaller parties that sure. that appear that were kind of a rejection of the of, of the 
of the historic concertación, like like the yeah. center left coalition. Yeah, while also not being like really so different from them, but that maybe has like some of the 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 look of that in some ways, like a little more progressive, maybe economically, or a little more progressive on. I don't know, social issues or uh, environmental issues, but not a ton, you know, and still, yeah, pretty pro-police and pretty, but yeah, whereas Lista del Pueblo is also separate from like the Budic type parties, right? Yeah. Like the, the Frente Amplio, because Frente Amplio's um, been established longer, obviously, compared to like, as like opposition to Concertación, whereas Lista del Pueblo is just like already kind of come and gone. I mean, they had a lot of controversial figures. There wasn't a lot of like direction in a lot of ways, but it was interesting because you're right. It was part of this sort of populist urban moment in a way where, yeah, there is a rejection of like the La Cocina, as they say, the kitchen where it's like, uh, um, which, which, what, which is sometimes something Bodic is accused of, right? As far as also, you know, you have Halway and the communists kind of like disagreeing with parts of the, the Boric agreement in 2019 to like try to tamp down protests with the plebiscite, which is pretty, I pretty widely panned, which I think is fair. I mean, I did seem good to have an agreement, although now who knows. Right. Um, but, uh, what yeah, was I the, saying? The Chilean mm-hmm. communists are, are and, and in general, all the parties mm-hmm. in Latin America that descend from the kind of, uh, of, of, of CPs that were aligned to the Soviet mm-hmm. Union mm-hmm. do have to this day, this grand of this degree of randomness that makes them <laughs> kind of unpredictable in many ways. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah, they're totally like a mix of a mix of things. Like maybe like a little bit of of like authentic local radicalism, a bit of uh, North Korea, a bit of like people who were in the eighties. Um, in the FAPMA, you know, a little bit of, I don't know, just like, I don't know, yeah, just a bit of everything. Um, yeah. But in a lot of ways, a solid party, you know, and in other ways, weird. Yeah, but also has this, like, you know, avowed Euro-communist element, um, but also is, like, Marxist-Leninist, you know, I don't know, but, still, you know, the Stalin, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot. They're kind of fascinating parties. Yeah, as far as CPs go, probably they and and, and the Japanese Communist Party are, oh. are the most interesting. Uh, and I, I don't know much about of, the Japanese. Yeah, they they are. I don't know how to describe it. They, they are strange in a different way. Even uh, like mm. they they have moderated, but yeah. Hmm. The yeah, I I think there are not that many like national communist parties because I from what I. Here in Austria, they have a like they are powerful in some cities, but they like in the uh-huh. rest of the country, not much. But in in Chile, like it seems but like they have a party major that figures. Has, yeah, it has no, it, it has its contingency. Like they have their part of the left that gets voted in, that has deputies, that has mayors, that has prominent figures. They're they're one of the players on the the reformist left, you know. Yeah, I it's, think uh, it is. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time party, and they were really who Allende was most aligned with. Like he was more reformist than a lot of like the socialists. Now the socialist parties to the right of that. Um, that's kind of like the Bachelet Social Democratic Party, which which yeah, like always kind of front the amplio Boric and these people in his generation are trying to like outrun the sense that they're just. That they're a little more progressive than Bachelet, but also Bachelet is still a, a beloved and hated figure. I don't know. I'm going yeah, on. Yeah, that's yeah. curious because like uh-huh. some like some lefties technically like are still big stands of, of Bachelet. Yeah, yeah. There because there is a certain yeah. It's funny because there's just a certain purchase she has. You know, there is some rejection of her and. Yeah, and while she was in her second presidency, I mean, there was, like, very little war. I mean, she was just very tepidly and and full of scandal. She didn't really go out on a great note, and the left was not mobilized her, really, in particular then, even though uh, the communists were in that coalition. But, yeah, but she does, she's just kind of has some center-left cachet that, I mean, she is just very validly... You know, it's like uh, strong operable, strong, um, 
kind of just like basic progressive stuff. Yeah, but not by any means a radical. Um, yeah, that's uh, uh. that's a, a curious. I think the relationships between like uh, the the Chilean left and and, and the the international kind of uh, community are curious because she was the I think uh, the uh-huh. commissionary for human rights and yeah I'm sure at the United UN Nations so, so now yeah she's it, in Geneva I think yeah yeah and she's like got a certain international yeah and, you know she's like her her. Her dad was, you know, like kind of a centrist guy in the military who, who was like killed by Pino in with Pinochet, and she and her mom were tortured. And she's a doctor, but she's also like in the military, but also like in, I don't know, like, but like a feminist and single and short hair and educated, you know, and is like. I don't know, just it was, she's a, a figure, but also a figure that, yeah, has huge opposition on the left as well, right? Like people who are, you know, there's people who still judge Camila Vallejo and the communists, you know, like, you know, who's like a longtime reformist in the government, you know, and she's in Butter's cabinet, but they're like, she said when she was a student activist that she wouldn't ever work with Bachelet because like the, um, several of the cycles with the Pinguinos, right? Like the student protests in 06 and the, in 11 was with Pineda, but with those six, the original like um, cycle Bachelet was in power, you know? And so, yeah, that was, yeah. that was wild. Like, mm, yeah, but she still campaigns in, in the Puebla, you know, and it's like a big deal. It's like, Oh, Bachelet was here. Like she still matters, but yeah, I mean, obviously not that much since. Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, since things went in a very different direction. But yeah, I guess, like, what is the scenario now? Because I think Boric wants to 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 propose a new, yeah, I don't a new know. constitutional convention. I've been trying to see, but I'm I I think people are sort of not sure what's going to happen. I think there's some people who feel skepticism, who feel like. Okay, well, the radical right has already, like, the hard right has already said they don't want it to happen. And there's gonna, it might be a domino where, like, the center right tries to appease them and we don't have all the power in Congress. So I think, I think it's like an open, it's, it's an open question right now. And I think there's gonna be, like, strategic moves. And I do think it was, like, not funny, kind of depressing, but, like, the night of the results, you know. Boric's speech comes out he's just like a hard like trying to appease like I'm I love the patria you know like together united we can be with the voice of the people you know it's just like and the patria you know it's just like over it's just like okay like not be so nice about it but he's you know he's gonna fire some people to his cabinet so I mean I think Boric is gonna try to make moves right and that's certainly gonna be the goal but it's a question. It's an open question whether they'll be obstructed or not, right? I think it's like an open. It's it's open right now. I would say. I think it's a, yeah. a developing situation. I don't know. What do you think is more likely? I'm not sure. Yeah, because I feel like he's given the impression that that kind of moderation. I think. Yeah. Uh, That's been working so well. I, I, I still don't know. Like I, I think there was a, a, a queer collective that did a performance and kind of, and now like they want to sue them because like we were unkind to the flag or something like. Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. They have weird stuff like that. You know, they're just not. Yeah, they're not like trying to like abolish prisons. You know, and <laughs> and there is this constant like trying to appease the center on law and order thing right like no we're not we're not gonna be too soft and even though even though they come out of the the social movements um it's funny yeah, i remember in 2019 there'd be like Boric would be at least Boric like shows his face at protests but then there'd be like people pouring beer on him and stuff you know but at least he's like out <laughs> um <laughs> well, that's fine. yeah but i mean yeah and iskia's i don't know yeah they're not. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's curious because, like, uh, sometimes when politicians go to protest, like, also here, like, they are kicked out. But yeah, that's that's probably good on some level. I don't know. Yeah, try to have I mean, some 
yeah. some distance because I feel like yeah. when movements uh, and that is kind of a reflection some political scientists have that uh-huh. it will have had much more support from the parties but at the same time I don't know which constitution will the Christian Democrats will have back like um, I don't yeah I don't know what's gonna happen with that because it was weird like yeah like what's up because like they're the Christian Democrats were like imploding after the yeah after the vote for the delegates, like they got like one delegate or something. And it was like, basically like the, the center had collapsed and like the party just about like imploded. And then now like one of the big faces, I mean, they had people in all, you had Claudia, there was like a mayor of a pretty poor comuna who was for Apruebo. But then there was also, you know, like one of the big faces of Rechazo, Jimena Rincon was for um, the, the Rechazo or Amarillos. Um, and yeah, I mean, which is this classic repetition in, in Chilean politics, right? With the uh, dictatorship being like capacitated by Christian Democrats and then turning around to pers- prosecute them. But I don't know what's going to happen because there was such like a lukewarm sense always to the concertacion. And then even like Boric is like both too populist and too, according to what people say, and too tepid concertacion. And people already hated Evo Poli, the center right, and they hated the center Democrats. But then it's like that position from some sort of apolitical person who never votes but did now is like ascendant but i it's hard for me to imagine them actually like yeah like you say what was their what is their constitution like some tepid because the eight the 1980 constitution which has been amended right like since lagos and there's been other amendments but lagos in 2005 but still is like a very you know kind of famously right-wing uh constitution yeah, and I don't, but I feel like the, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what the, whatever else they, they would exist, though, is going to be, yeah, boring, nothing interesting, I feel like. It's just not going to be anything that good. I don't know. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. I think one of the elements that uh, we haven't mentioned yet, but I think it, it, it's curious, like the the Washington Post editorial on, yeah. on, on, on the on, on yeah. the lithium element, the lithium. Because, yeah. yeah, I think that has led to a kind of element that I wasn't expecting, which is like newspapers that are. And it's kind of um, weird because they didn't really have as all the mining rights in the Constitution, did they? Like I. Yeah, I like, don't they had know. some, but it wasn't like the biggest change, even. But I think there was almost like, yeah, like a, a business revolt that didn't even fully, I think, reflect. I mean, there were going to be more environmental regulations and things like this, but it wasn't like some wholesale nationalization or something, um, which even then, you, there's still deals to be had, usually. Um, I think. I don't, I don't know, but. But yeah, there's some, yeah. I think, you know, because Mexico recently nationalized, I think people are just a little bit paranoid about the lithium. And I think the business yeah. press has a certain interest in that. But but yeah, and I, and I think there is in, in Chile as well, there's like a, of course, there's a tradition of mining stuff. And, and that can be part of, there can be a nationalism from right and left that way. And there can also be, yeah, part of reaction just not even necessarily specifically about mining, although of course like stuff like water rights were really important with that, of course, because water is super important for mining and there's going to be public water, but that it's the sense of like fear of environmentalism in general. And that was kind of emphasized in the constitution. It's the sense of like, Oh, well, this is a, a big resource for us. So we need this. And so I don't think that was going to actually be taken away, but, and then, yeah, the international, you know, you have the economist, of course, and they can trot on, on TV in Chile, they can trot out these, these international press rejections of the constitution. Like, Oh, the economist says, Oh, Washington post says, and, and you can also have the reaction element. That's like, Oh, all the Hollywood stars are an EU are supporting it, you know, (laughs) I don't know, but yeah, there can be this sort of business press paranoia and, you know, also the issue with the dollar, like the, um, like now that, uh, now that the constitution lost, now the dollar's back down here. Um, there's just all different yeah. business interests trying to have their way. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's obviously the, 
yeah, the dollar is uh, more in Argentina, but in other countries also is kind of affecting obviously the uh -huh. prices and, and yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I think that is part of it too, because in a way, because some people I've heard say, oh, well, this was a constitution too much about like about rights and 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 gender, which is dumb. But then. But then, oh, if they'd focused on economics, it's like, and it's true that like, okay, well, they still said like balanced budget, they still said this, but there, there were big economic things as far as like the health system, the pension, and at the same time, so there's people who feel it wasn't economic enough, probably in reaction, and then also people who are from a very heterodox sense of like, just this general sense, yeah, like probably like foreign interests and money don't want this somehow this is against private property and you know there's like some stuff but i mean this is like a huge reaction that's like you know like where they're saying they're gonna take your house you know yes. it's just not true and there's just the specter of expropriation that's just um manufactured and so, I, I mean it's, it's interesting to track the 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 imaginaries that that um go on here with the i don't know because there is a sense in which chile's has a hard left but is also sort of just like moderate in some way like people just kind of want things to work you know they just kind of want to like it to work more or less and so there can be a sense if you can create paranoia like no this is gonna be bad like this is not uh, the international business class doesn't like this, or this is super unreasonable, or this is this is Cuban, or this is too far, this is too woke, too environmental. This is just like maximalist. It's, it's just, I mean, I that's like true everywhere, but I just think there was, and I think with like COVID going on a long time, yeah, international recession with the dollar, inflation. You have the left in power. There's a backlash. You know, the sense like. You know, the constitutional delegates won with two thirds, but then there's a sense, oh, like people are self-interested in the convention and it's too far. And it, I don't know, you just reaction was successful, I guess, you know. Yeah, that's that that seems to be the case. I mean, the yeah. the, the, the construction of the. The idea that that the constitution was too ideologized, but but yeah. all constitutions uh, represent in some ways. Oh yeah, uh, some kind of ideological. Constraint. It's a punishment of open. It's a punishment of like trying to avow open leftism, right? Like even if it's not the most radical ever, right? It's still it's still a punishment for any sort of any sort of tilt at all right this is hardly like some like the specter of like the venezuelan uh constitutional convention right and stuff and it, i don't know i think and i you know the center is weird because like the center dies and then it comes back to life you know what i mean it's just like this sleeping zombie that's like it's like a paranoia uh, i don't know like that just you have to no, something's wrong. We're going too far. We have to stop it, you know? And I don't even think people think it through. I don't know. I don't think most people went and thought, oh, like, this is basically supporting Pinochet's constitution and maybe this will be it. And it's like, I think, and there was that exultation when you have the initial vote in 2020, like, yeah, we're getting rid of that, right? 80%. And then now it's like, I don't think people have been totally thought it through like, oh, well, is this actually going to like be reformed? Is there going to be another process? I just think there's like a gut thing of like, no, I don't, this is rat. Like, I don't want to, I'm against it from politicized, like hard right people and apolitical people with some reaction, just sense of like, oh, this is too political. It's like lefty stuff, you know, just, I don't know. And because I think the left thought they, and there's going to be people now who are going to say, look, you went too far. You were on the left. You're going to say, no, we went too hard. we got to moderate. But then again, there's, you're just going to end up at boring concertation, concertation crap, which nobody likes anyway. So I don't know what that will do. So I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea, but yeah, I don't know what's going to happen right now on the left. But um, yeah, there was a sense of like the left had two thirds. So I think they felt like, we got this. And then the, this, I think too, when you're, you're making the constitution for 10 months, 
stirring call of it. There's a lot of publicity. There's a lot of negative publicity around the convention. You know, there was the the guy who who had had cancer, and then it turned out the cancer was fake. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a strange case. Yeah, but just I think they're just like you had. There was time for like opposition to gather steam, kind of, and. Um, yeah, but it's, it, the Chilean left is strong in a way, but it's kind of like a lot of places where that's like 30, 40%. And then if you're going to have everybody vote and you really are trying to get somewhere, you think you're going somewhere and they might just like punch you in the face. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's just, uh, but it's hard. Cause it's just, what, what are you supposed to say then about democracy? Right. Cause people are going to. You know, there's like a lot of the center left who's going to say, okay, well, we got to like respect this. And this is like the voice of the people and we did something wrong. Like in a way, like de-ideology, like taking away their own ideology, right? Like um, this ideology about like the voice of the people. Um, I don't know. There's going to be questions of blame and then questions of whether the issue is blame. I don't know. I think it's going to be a period of of kind of shifting dynamics on the left because i think i think the setting of the last several years has changed because it was the sense of you know in 2017 uh gear lost who was the left candidate kind of just tepid center left and then of course you have the pineta stuff and then boric has the sense after the 2019 cycle and boric and he's just the sense was the cycle broke the constitution in the 2019 revolts and boric and now it's like Boric is there and his kind of the constitution, he's kind of associated with him lost and you don't want to be the concertation. I don't know. I don't know what the left's going to do. I don't know what the center's going to do. I mean, obviously the right is just going to be like chomping at the bit to take whatever they can. But I think, I think it's a really open question. What's going to happen right now in all different sectors. Yeah, that's that's a curious panorama because like the, the proposal of those who argue against the approval of the constitution was that it was going to generate a lot of uncertainty but it seems that their uncertainty hasn't ended because no uh, i mean no not yeah. i don't know why they would have thought it wouldn't yeah i think it would have either way i mean i think if yeah certainly if it had passed there would have been would have been uncertainty in another way because you would have probably had uh like the left gaining momentum in some ways uh social movements gaining momentum and similarly probably reaction would have gained momentum but yeah but now the uncertainty is where reaction has momentum but there's like shock kind of at the same time even though it was so some people i think are gonna feel like okay we can be back to normal just like this is over and then other people are like oh our whole three years of thinking we're gonna like be in this new phase and that we won like a new constitution is over and borderick's in power doing we don't really know what And I think, I think the social movements will still be intact. There also is going to be a certain amount of left anger. Now, I don't know how that works because it's like you don't have the same impetus of protests. Even if there's protests against Boric, it's not against Boric, but Boric's just kind of in the middle. So there's going to be conflict in the left. And so I, I'm curious. I think there's going to be still stuff going on on the left. But there's going to be parts of the center, center, the left center that are a little bit deactivated, probably. Um, I don't know. I'm curious. I am curious to see what happens. But yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the next steps are going to be. Well, Nettie, we have had a, a, a really interesting conversation. and as Yeah, thank you for having me. And yeah, it's still uh, a curious panorama, the one that, 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 yeah. that stars now. Uh, yeah. So I was going to ask you before we yeah. leave. Uh, so where could people find you online? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm Orange Jasm, uh, and you can find me Money on the Left, uh, and on the Superstructure and Medium Fem podcasts are all under Money on the Left, and you can follow them on Twitter too. And yeah, that's it. Okay, thank you, Nadine. Thank it was you. Great to talk to you. No, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.